What's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Prospect Podcast. Here on the Prospect Podcast, we like to give you guys the most up-to-date statistics and news on the hottest prospects in the game. Uh, Last episode, we did an interview with the number 72 overall prospect in baseball and the Cubs number two prospect, Brennan Davis. So if you guys are interested in listening to that interview, go ahead back one episode and check that out after you guys are done listening to this. We got a lot of good knowledge out of that and a little knowledge on what these guys, um, these prospects, these minor leaguers are doing to keep their game sharp, Um, you know, how they're handling, you know, the summer. Uh, It was pretty interesting to hear what he was doing. So go ahead and check that out. Um, Also, if you're new here, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at the Prospect Podcast and also at Dutch Card Trading. If you guys are in the sports cards like me, um, I do giveaways over on Dutch Card Trading about monthly now. This is our second giveaway we're doing. Um, it ends tomorrow, so you still got a little bit of time if you want to head over there and check it out. You'll have to go back a few posts. Um, basically, I'll go live every night uh, for a couple days and do a live randomizer and pick the winner and these are legit baseball cards um, autographs serial numbered cards um, you know as good as you can get with giveaways you know we got relics and uh, good stuff over there so go ahead and check that out if you're new here Um, today we're going to be going over the World Series predictions Uh, we got a nice nice World Series that I personally did not predict I had the Dodgers, I did not have the Rays. I had the Dodgers and the Yankees. Um, so I was upset to see the Rays beat the uh, beat the Yankees, I guess. Not too upset. I was actually a little bit excited to see them win. But for my own record and for my own sake, I was a little disappointed. But I was also surprised how far the Astros made it after having such a bad regular season. I was pretty, pretty mad that they uh, made it as close as it was. But... The Rays were victorious, and now they are facing the Dodgers, who overcame a three to down three to one to the Braves, um, and they came back. And thanks to Cody Bellinger's go-ahead homer in the bottom of the seventh, in Game Seven, with two outs, nobody on, two-two count, he absolutely crushed it. So I was happy to see that. Um, so we're going to be going over my picks. We're going to be looking at a little bit of uh, some key matchups and really you know what these two teams are bringing to the table but first we'll go over the Dodgers and like I was saying a few episodes ago when I was doing some uh, division series coverage I said that this is the Dodgers year you know they have a great lineup deep pitching staff you know Kershaw playoff Kershaw not the best and he's starting tonight so we'll see what happens there talk about him in a little bit but um you know the Dodgers have such a potent lineup I mean name one guy in that lineup that you wouldn't like to have up in a clutch situation I mean you got Bellinger batting sixth and he's starting to get hot so I'm excited to see what happens with him he almost put one out uh what was it Thursday night and that wind was blowing in and it was right at the track I mean it was if anyone saw that if you know what I'm talking about you're like wow and when he connects, his swing is just so sweet. So I love to see that guy play. 
Betts going crazy right now defensively. Um, just a great lineup all around. Defensively, offensively, pitching. They, they have the experience. Um, they have the power. And they have the guys who are going to get the job done. Um, you know, regardless of, yeah, they were down 3-1. to one, But in the end, they came back and won because of that. And tonight we got Kershaw facing off against Glasnow. I like Glass now a lot. I do. Um, strong, hard-throwing righty. Beautiful breaking ball. And then you got Kershaw, who's not the best playoff-wise. Um, still a great pitcher. Um, but he's notorious, obviously, for playoff choke artists, if you want to say. But, um, you know, I really think he has to throw a gem in this first game if they want to really get a head start and get some momentum going into this series. Um, I think the Dodgers knock around Glass now a little bit. He's a great pitcher. I just think that they get to him for three or four runs. And as long as Kershaw can hold hold one, two runs, and I just, it's tough to really see when you look at the uh, postseason batting averages, home runs, you know, if you didn't watch the games, then you're like, how are these guys in the World Series, really? Besides a Rosarena, you know, like he's been red hot. But, you know, the Dodgers have not won a World Series since 88. And three out of the last four years, they've won the pennant. So you got to think, you got to think, this being their third time in the past four years, that. You know, you got to think that they become the champions. But we'll see about that. I'll get to my prediction exactly in a little bit. But they've been down. They've been down um, and bounced back, you know, due to the uh, the clutch factor here. Like I was saying, Cody Bellinger in Game 7. Um, funny enough, he, <laughs> I was watching that and then... I see them like pan to the outfield and he's like talking about his shoulder. And then I, I see that he dislocated his shoulder because of his fist pump with, uh, I'm not even sure who it was with, but I was like, wow. I was like, is this guy really jeopardizing his, like, imagine if he was out this series because you know, it wasn't popped back in or whatever. Just imagine that. I think it was his, I think it was his throwing. Was it his throwing arm? I don't know, but just imagine that. So, glad he's okay. Glad he's playing. We'll get to see a lot of him. Um, he's made some great defensive plays as well. So, but a little look at the Dodgers' way to the World Series. They started off with a sweep over the Brewers in the wild card. You know, nothing crazy there. I guess we've all expected that. Went on to sweep the Padres, which was a little bit, you know, looking at, I did a little bit of a poll on Instagram, and a lot of people really were high on the Padres and you know obviously because of Tatis just being a you know just one of them guys you if the Padres game is on you're probably going to watch it and you're going to pay close attention when Tatis is up just because he has that uh that swag that ability to hit the balls out of the out of the park and make you make you excited so yeah they swept the Padres three games and then their first real test came against the Braves. They were down three to one. 
came back, brought it all the way back to Game 7, and kept it close. Atlanta kept it close, and uh, Bellinger knocked him out there. So that's that on the Dodgers. Then we got the Rays, the Tampa Bay Rays. I'm sure many of you are surprised to see him here, um, unless you are really good at predicting the future. But they they've went through some pretty pretty good teams. But the Rays' offense, led by Rosarena, and their great pitching staff, of course. I am excited to watch Glasnow pitch tonight, like I was saying, against a potent Dodgers lineup. Who is coming off a hot win? You know they've, you know they've got some some good momentum going in. They're hyped up. Game seven came back three one. They're hyped. The offense is going to be going to be popping tonight. I can see that. I just I don't like the the Rays as necessarily the underdog here. At the end of the day, I think it's pretty going to be pretty close. You know, I mean, obviously they're they're the underdog, but at the same time, I don't like to look at them as that because they've proven themselves and they've gotten here to the World Series, going through the Yankees or the Blue Jays, the Yankees, and then the Astros. Like you're you're battling some good teams here um, to get there. So, not saying the Dodgers haven't, but the Rays against a very top-heavy AL. Uh, bracket there. I I was very, I was excited to see them win. You know, I necessarily didn't want this to see the Astros win. So, you know, I was pretty uh, pretty upset when they're up 3-0 and then the Astros bring it to to Game Seven. I was pretty upset about that, but overall the Rays won. That's that. But um, you know, I'm trying trying to focus on. A couple guys here who I, I'm going to watch throughout the series. you got to think Charlie Morton had a, has had a great postseason. Great, great postseason. He's got to have a strong outing in his... Um, I'm not sure when he's getting the ball. But uh, he's got to have a strong outing to really put a dent in this series. And at the same time, the Rays offense has to get going. You know, led by a Rosarena who's had what seven homers or, or so, batting like three high three eighties or so. I mean, he's red hot. But another guy I'm looking at, looking to get started, looking to get hot, is Brandon Lau. Lau, low. I know it's Nate Lau, Nate Low, and then Brandon Lau. I think that's. I think I'm right there. He's got to get going. I mean, he's batting, what was it, one, one fifteen with a homer and two RBIs this whole postseason. You know, this is a guy who batted two seventy with like sixteen homers this year. You know, with the Rays going forty and twenty. So you know, he's obviously made. An he's obviously made an impact, and. He needs to make a bigger impact in the playoffs here. I mean, really, if this team wants to get going, Brandon Lau needs to get going. That's my take on that, along with some other guys, but specifically Brandon Lau, I think. But both Dodgers and Rays are great and had some great defensive plays this season, and it might just come down to that. So we'll see about that. You know, 
Robin home runs, diving catches, Kiermaier in center field, uh, Betts and Wright making some crazy plays. So it might just come down to that. We'll see about that. My prediction for the 2020 World Series is Dodgers in six. I just don't think the Rays offensively have the ability to beat the Dodgers. I've said it once, and I'll say it again. The Rays need their pitching staff to dominate if they want any chance at winning this World Series. Young team against a very experienced and star-powered Dodgers team. I just think that the Dodgers get it in six. The Rays, I just don't think they have what it takes this year. Like I said, this is the Dodgers' year. So I think Rosarena cools off um, on the big stage here, forcing other guys to step up in clutch situations. Um, but we'll, we will see if they can produce in these clutch situations. So there's my take on the World Series. That's all we're going over today. But like I was saying at the beginning of the podcast, we're doing some giveaways um, over on Dutch Car Trading. If you guys aren't into sports cards, every so often here we're going to be going over sports cards, um, trends, young prospects, what we're doing with their cards, um, what we see other guys doing. You know, really just overall the market itself. It's really cool stuff. It's funny because it's starting to become almost like a stock market. You know, you got websites that where necessarily you don't even have to to physically buy the card. I do this on, uh, it's called Check Out My Collection, comc.com. I buy cards on there and you basically buy the card and then you relist it for whatever price you want and then you just sit and wait. You know, and it, it does, if you're doing a bunch at a time, it can take a while, but it's like, it's so much fun because you can just check back every so often. Oh, you might have sold this. You might have sold that for double the price or $5 more. You might have just made it's It's a nice way to start investing with just a little bit of money. So I do like doing that. There's another website. I think it's uh, Starstock. Big on NBA, NFL. I see. I follow them on Instagram. They're always posting about NBA and NFL. So they're big on that. Um, but it's really a nice way to get into the the, the uh, hobby here if you want to make it more of, let's say, an income rather than the hobby and you do your research, it can you can be successful. You know, it just if you're buying tons of packs and cards from Walmart and you're got thousands of cards in your room that you need to list, you know, like me, sometimes it's a little frustrating. And I've sold my fair share, but... You know, at the same time, at the same time, you know, you want to be profitable in the industry. And sometimes it can be tough because you just want to get that one card that will change your life. So you just keep buying and buying. But once you get into it, you'll see all the different things you can do on Instagram. And even on if you wanted to make a YouTube or I know some people do on like a Patreon, Patreon, Patron, whatever you want to call it. Um you know, do certain types of breaks. If you're not familiar with a break, basically you will be opening cards for other people. And I'm personally not into that because I like opening myself, but it's a cool way to get into it and join the hobby. So if you guys are interested in that, I would suggest checking out, especially the giveaways because it's a good way to get into it for free. 
maybe get lucky and get a card. So check out that on our Instagram. That'll be on Dutch card trading. Um, so yeah, keep that in mind as you listen to these two. We'll be going over sports cards in the future um, once the World Series is over. And that is it for today. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Prospect Podcast.